My name is John Amarchada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And the date is 9-13. I got that from my buddy D.B. Cooper. Putting the date on. Um, Let's see. Alex Jones's uh, Connecticut trial is uh, has started today. Today's day one. Can't remember his lawyer's name. The judge is a real bitch. A woman. Uh, the second woman judge in a row. Are there that many? Female judges out there? I thought that that was like a, an area where men um, kind of dominated. But anyway, um, she seems like a real ray of sunshine. Uh, the, uh, listen, I'm no lawyer, okay? Uh, I'm no judge. I'm no uh, person who has studied law in any significant amount of time outside of the Constitution. Um, so, uh, I can't think of words. Um, he, so, he got hit with this, uh, did the discovery situation, which, from what I understand could be wrong, came from this Connecticut trial. Uh, dude, this fucking guy has been, uh, has given every, has answered every question, went to every um, deposition that they requested of him. He's given over all sorts of shit. I don't get how in Discover, which was this whole situation of like, he didn't give X amount of files or whatever. And... I don't doubt that they have asked for an absorb, uh, absorbent, uh, is that the word? A lot, a lot of things that um, make it pretty hard to keep track. And I mean, given he's you know paying these lawyers and uh, a lot of money to get um, them to to work for him and whatnot, but still, um, I think that it's rigged against him. If I'm being completely honest, uh, am I biased? Of course. And I'm okay with that because I don't trust the court system, um, especially since uh, the uh, sorry the judicial system, uh, being that these sons of bitches uh, have allowed for the chipping away of of uh, our rights in the uh, in the acknowledgement through the Constitution. Um, so in in the fact that they're even going forward on this. Uh, which is a, a free speech issue. Uh, I actually learned today during this um, trial that many, if not all, of these plaintiffs didn't know shit about it uh, back in 2016, not 18, like I thought, or 17, 18 with uh, the Megyn Kelly uh, interview, but rather it had to do with um, Hillary Clinton back in 2016 during the campaign, or I'm sorry, the debates, actually, or maybe it was the campaign trail, um, when she brought it up, when she talked about Alex Jones. And they, no one made, none of these plaintiffs made um, an attempt to even file a motion until 2018. Yeah, I think this is a setup. I think they, uh, they, um, yeah, I, de I definitely think this was a setup. 
but at least in in terms of like what they have admitted um and that's what his lawyer was trying to point out today this fucking cunt judge has prevented the his attorney from uh mentioning Hillary Clinton from mentioning Megan Kelly which is just horseshit uh i mean that's a that is a really good argument to go and by the way he's guilty or, i'm sorry legally he's found guilty because of this uh discovery phase uh, I don't think he's guilty. I think, um, I, I think it's impossible for you to be guilty of defamation in such a way when you are, um, when when in Alex Jones's situation is basically what I'm getting at because I can't seem to think of fucking ways to articulate my thoughts tonight. So, um, no, I don't think he's guilty at all. Of defamation. I think that this is a fucking show trial. And um, it, I think what really angers me, there's a, a YouTube channel called Law and Crime. I hate these fucking people. Um, Viva Frey, who's got a YouTube channel. Um, good dude from Canada. He brings on Robert Barnes. They're good buddies. And they do a lot of um, videos together. I was, man, I should have done a video tonight. I haven't done a video in so long. Should have done one tonight. I didn't. Um... But I hate this fucking, this YouTube channel, uh, because they really have a bent against Alex Jones. And, um, I hope they, uh, accidentally castrate themselves on something hot. I don't know, it's just where my mind goes. I don't like these fucking cunts. I don't like the idea of, like, it, whether you're on my side or not, um, in terms of, of political leanings, you know, I, I just, I cannot stand the allowance or the support of, the chipping away of our rights. Freedom of speech. Um, who were they? Uh, Sitch and Adam like to bring this up because they're faggot fucking centrists. Uh, I think I'm going to be pretty bitter for this episode just because of all the shit that I've I've uh, taken in today. Uh, I've busted some ass today. Uh, one of my clients really fucking pissed me off. Uh, stupid cunt from um, the greater metropolitan area. Fucking twat. Uh, ooh, this bitch doesn't know what's coming to her, man. <laughs> and it's not by way of me. Uh, but she was getting mad at me and shit. And I'm like, man, when you see what comes, you're gonna be fucking pissed. And I think I'm, I think I'm gonna light her up, dude. I'm gonna light her up hard. She's not gonna like it. Uh, and and I think that's probably affecting me. That and the fact that anytime that uh, somebody's on trial, like in this case with Alex Jones. You just see the the precedent being set that they're and it's already been um, that they're just going to keep taking away from from your rights. So, you know, what's the answer to it? You know, instead of just talking about what's the answer to it? Well, the answer is to just keep keep saying shit. You know, keep practicing your freedom of speech, even if they try to outlaw it. You know, and that covers all the big baddies. Like when I get on here and I say the word nigger instead of saying the n word. Um, it's because I'm a fucking adult and so are you and, and we should all be able to understand what it is rather than saying, oh, the F word, fuck that. Say fuck. You know what I mean? We're adults. We know what the fuck the word is. Might as well say it. Um, this is very, very aggravating, um, about, uh, being, uh, censoring yourself and shit. Um, <laughs> Which kind of plays into, um, I was listening to Gavin McGinnis 
today. Uh, so there is a bit of a situation with Gavin McGinnis. He had a, uh, I can't think of the word. He, he, put, he had a bit of a prank. I don't know if it was a prank and I don't think, well, I don't think the, the word is prank, but, um, he, he pulled a thing on a show, right? And I, I think I talked about it where, uh, he, it looked like he had been swatted, uh, and the FBI came in and, and on his show, he just goes, he, he goes behind the camera and then it's dead air for like 45 minutes and then it shuts off. Well, it, it was staged and it, he calls it art now and some people got pissy about it and shit and you i heard tim pool talking about it and all sorts of shit um but it was really for him he came out to say yeah i set that up and i think he went on vacation after that but he did it in order to um see what people would do oh sorry i'm just tired it's not even that late it's only 9 26 and so uh he came back and he was he was kind of talking about some stuff and he was talking about it and what some of his fans did and I guess some of his fans got scared or something and and got unsubscribed because they were worried that the FBI was looking into their phones and shit. You can't let you cannot let fear take over like that. And that's what they Gavin was saying today is that you can or whenever he said it, it's just when I saw the video that you can't you can't self censor. You can't self-police in in ways like that because you're afraid that the fucking government uh, is going to come crack down and you fuck the fbi and they probably do have some fucking nsa cunt incel piece of shit listening to me that's probably watched me while i'm looking at porn fucking faggot <sighs> i try to cover the camera sometimes you know just get lost in the moment anyway um, yeah, the, the answer is to continue on, uh, exercising your rights. That little notice was, dude, I'm getting a lot of visitors. Of course, I'm, I'm pushing the promotion today. I finally got around to where I was able to promote. Um, oh shit. I got on true social. Uh, if you got an Android, you can go like go into whatever your browser is. I use brave browser, B-R-A-V-E. You can get in the, um, What's the store called? Whatever the store is for um, Android users. You can go in there, um, get the Brave browser, look up Brave browser. At least this is how I did it. I don't think that they have it in the Google Play Store. Um, and then you go on the browser and you look up True Social. You get on the website. And I think it says somewhere in there where you can download it for Android. And then call it something. I can't remember what it was. But you just follow the prompts and then you'll be able to download it and have an app on your phone. So I have true social. I actually really set up my account on my, excuse me, MacBook. And then, uh, and then tried to do it for my browser, excuse me, on my phone. And that's how I found out that you could do it there. So now I'm on true social, just another of the many platforms. And what's nice about all these platforms is that I'm able to promote on all of them. I tell you what, dude, I think Gab is my favorite. I really do. I'm, I've got my groups that I can go into and and promote. You can hourly. You have a limit of how many people you can follow, and that's kind of my process. Is just following a whole shit ton of people, and then you know a certain percentage, usually around like thirty to forty percent, will follow you back. And uh, stuff's starting to grow. And uh, Gab is. I'm getting a lot of of uh, traffic into my site from 
from uh from gab so it's nice um you know even getting people to finally uh order the first chapter on there is is uh or from there is pretty cool too so uh if one of you guys could go into my website theweaponbook.com that is theweaponbook.com and if you haven't bought the first um sorry not bought because it's free uh purchase the first chapter if you could do it and then let me know how easy it was for you because I remember doing it at some point and it was fairly easy. But I've also seen some people say it's something about uh, data collection and it's not. Um, I don't I don't collect your shit. I promise. I do not have enough time to look through and like look at your shit. And I certainly don't talk to anybody that I could sell it to. So just in case you were worried about that, I promise I don't collect fuck all. Um, but let me know how easy it is for you if you could do that for me. I'd appreciate it. And then just get back to me at metv1105 at gmail.com. That's metv1105 at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to be honest with you for a minute. Even though I'm honest with you the vast majority of the time. Uh, I can't remember what METV stands for. Uh, 1105 is uh, the 5th of November, which um, is an ode to... Uh, Guy Fox, you know, um, remember, remember the 5th of November. Uh, I can't remember the rest of that song right now. But anyway, I can't remember what M and E stand for. Hmm. Anyway, I'm not going to fuck around all day uh, thinking about it. So, um, yeah, Gavin had that situation that went on and it was just a it, he had set it up. He didn't go to jail. Uh, he was fine, but it did kind of worry me. And I'm, I'm certainly happy that he's not with all the shit that's going on. Uh, they took Mike Lindell's phone. The FBI took his, uh, took his phone. The, the FBI is absolutely weaponized now. They are going and they're going after the big fish right now. Eventually did, will they probably go after Trump supporters? Yeah. Uh, and essentially they kind of, uh, initially went after Trump supporters with January 6th which was the most piss poor example of an insurrection that you can find on the face of the planet. <clears throat> and again, I still don't know if I can even call it. I mean, if you're looking at it from an absolute technical standpoint of what it was and what is the definition of an insurrection, this is why I said this a couple episodes back, uh, that it meets the definition of um, insurrection in as much as you're looking at it from a surface level. You, an insurrection is a violent uprising. However, when you factor in that the FBI was, um, was involved, Antifa was involved. These are absolute facts. Uh, they dressed up as Trump supporters. They rabble roused the Trump supporters to um, act violently. They partook in acting violently um, against the police um, at the Capitol that day. When you factor that in, it is no longer an insurrection. That is a, it's called a false flag because the government was involved. They created a situation. It's um, the Hegelian dialectic problem, reaction, solution. They created a problem. They had a reaction. And they came up with a solution, um, which they have done uh, many a time. 9-11, which I, um, this is not that episode, by the way. 9-11 was, uh, again, a problem, reaction, solution. A Hegelian dialectic aspect. 
um, not aspect, but a, a, a situation. Uh, what else? I mean, that's what essentially what Operation Northwoods was supposed to be until John F. Kennedy, one of the few very good things that he did, uh, was that. How dare you? He was the best president ever. No, he wasn't. He was a piece of shit. Um, he had a lot of things that uh, he didn't do so great. I mean, that was also back in the day. Like I said, there was, a, there was an amount of time um, when Democrats were normal. They were no longer the uh, uh, slavery supporters, um, anti-abolishment party, and they weren't the crazy fucking far leftists that you have now. They were fucking normal, right? But they were also for big government and taxation and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and during that time, you had uh, John F. Kennedy, who uh, I think probably Robert F. Kennedy uh, was a bit better of a, a dude than he was. But uh, terms in terms of certainly when it comes to character. However, then you have the backdrop of his 1963 Meet the, Meet the Press speech in which he calls out the Illuminati. Um, pretty fucking big. Kind of kind of takes away some of the, the character uh, deficiency, defic deficiency that he has had. Um, certainly I don't wish that he would have gotten assassinated, but he was heading towards a better, uh, certainly far better character, character mm -hmm. within himself. See what I mean? I'm just going to keep getting these. We got Morristown, Tennessee. I don't know where that is. I was from Tennessee or I'm from Tennessee. And I don't even know where that is. Miami, Florida. What up? And then Morris, another Morristown, Tennessee. It must be the same guy. Must be fucking around trying to get the uh, first chapter. Um, I'm not saying that he was an all-around terrible, horrible, very good, no bad, no good, very bad person. Although you did just call him a fucking piece of shit. Well, he had some shit that was going on. Listen, dude, when you're cheating on your wife um, as publicly as he was doing uh, and you got kids, I have a hard time calling you a good dude. You know what I mean? Um, what about Trump? Yeah. Trump has been a fucking piece of shit at times uh, when he was, but it wasn't also as public, certainly not as public as uh, JFK. Um, and seemingly everything has, uh, has uh, been settled in his life. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not a supporter in that, you know, I'm a supporter of marriage and, and uh, doing right by your wife. And, um, you know, I listen, dude, I get it. I get it. Sometimes you fucking, you know, you got that lustful eye that starts looking around and you're kind of like fucking, you don't do it though. See what I mean? You don't do it. You hold yourself to a much higher standard. Uh, you shoot for the stars with your standards. Um, but that's just my take, you know, and, and not just that. I mean, to have like, you need, you got to understand. Just because uh, you're president or somebody was made to be president doesn't mean, and even with kings and shit, doesn't mean that you're like above everyone else, that you're somehow uh, the best, you know, whatever. Although, when you look at somebody like Rand Paul and Ron Paul, it takes some cojones to, to fucking push honesty and truth as far as they have, you know, they've, uh, there's some good dudes. You know, but even then, when you look at Ron Paul, I love listening to Ron Paul talk, man, because he's just a normal dude and he's just being as honest as he can possibly be. And it's so refreshing. If you haven't listened to Ron Paul talk, listen to him back in the debates and, and, uh, 
and any time that he's talked about liberty and stuff, and you just see, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like it is so fun. The genuineness just, just oozes out of this guy as he's talking. So it's, it's a really nice and refreshing thing to see, especially knowing that he was a politician. Am I being too hard on these guys right now? Probably, probably. And as I say that, I still want to see what a second Trump um, term looks like. I really do. I promise. Uh, and as I say that, fucking Jordan Peterson, man, he's made some fucking uber mistakes. The first was when, uh, was during the Brett Kavanaugh thing, when he came out to say that Brett Kavanaugh should stand down. Listen, you fucking turd. And I'm pointing that towards Jordan Peterson, who since then I have been like, man, you know, because Owen Benjamin went against him. There's quite a few other people that kind of went against him and he, and he, you know, he had his, um, I don't think it was opioid, but he had some addiction benzos. I think it was, uh, that he went through and some other shit. You fucking dickhead. No, that like, this is for all of the shit that, that Jordan Peterson would talk about, you know, being a man and being, being, um, what did he say? Being a beast, but controlling it and yada, yada, yada. That's exactly what fucking Kavanaugh should have done is stood his ground. You know, for this fuck, everybody knew that Blazy Ford was full of shit. Everyone knew that she was fucking lying out of her ass and wasn't even very good at it. Um, there's a lady that I can never remember her name, or at least her her YouTube channel's name. She's got a fucking sexy voice. But she does, uh, she interprets body language. And um, she did she did one on Blazy Ford and fucking just tears into her. This lady, um, it's it's so interesting to see because she's, she's, sounds like she knows what the fuck she's talking about. And if she does, right, this lady that can read body language, um, if she is that good at it, then she, what I, what I think has happened is she has, she's like a human lie detector and she can just watch somebody and, and her having done this so many times and, you know, now it's just probably a part of her day. She's it probably, it probably is more of a curse now than anything, because now you're just watching people and you know that, you know, you know, they're bullshitting you or whatever. And you, you want to turn it off, you know, after so long, ignorance is bliss. But um, I assume that she has watched so many leftists that she – because she seems like she's she's not liberal leftist, like very strongly not liberal leftist. And I would assume it's because she's seen so many politicians talk that it's just like, oh, I can't, I can't do it with the left. These fucking lefties are nonstop lying. Um, but yeah, she did it for that, that Blasey Ford thing. And again, like I said, Jordan Peterson had uh, – had said that that Kavanaugh needed to step down. And that was something that he said that was absolutely wrong. Um, Kavanaugh not only should have never stepped step, uh, step down, he should have, he probably should have went out even harder. And I say this knowing, knowing that what actions Kavanaugh took when he got into, into his position. Um, same with uh, Gorsuch, and uh, fuck, what's the 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 Catholic lady? Did they hit a home run with overturning Roe v. Wade? Sure, yes, they did. However, they sure as shit didn't help Trump when he was being um, railroaded. Um, wouldn't even listen to any cases. 
So I just saw a new video today. Holy shit, I got a couple of things to talk about. New video today. It was a short, actually, of Jordan Peterson. And he was asked if he would support Trump for a second term. And he said no. Uh, which is fine. Have your own opinion. I don't give a fuck. But his excuses of why not to... Sorry if you hear all this clunking going around. I'm trying to get my phone to charge. Was that... Uh, one of the reasons was Trump is div a divisive person. No shit. Anybody that gets into a fucking political position or, or, or becomes a candidate of whatever political race is going to be divisive. We have two political parties. It's kind of impossible not to be divisive anymore. You know, this idea of like unifying the country is not going to happen. It's not going to fucking happen. Do you hear me? It is not ever going to happen. Every fucking person that comes in is going to be a divisive person. Every one of them. We have become so fucking politically divided in this country. And in a massive part of that is because of the Illuminati. It's because of a group of people who have pushed this for a very long time. Um, the reason I so boldly claim that... Uh, oh, shit, I can't, I can't remember his name. Um, studying, getting into the uh, uh, prep for this uh, Council on Foreign Relations episode that I'm going to put out. It's, it's just, it's so fucking obvious. And, and it's so refreshing. I know I keep saying that word. To hear this guy talk back in the, was it the 60s or 70s? About the Illuminati. And um, it, it talks about the protocols of Zion. I mean, he... he and he argues, I think, um, I heard him argue that, or bring into question the 6 million Jews that had died and claim that it was more like 600,000, whatever, I don't give a shit, you know, it's not a part of my identity in, in terms of like, oh, well, you know, this, this historical situation that happened and has to be this 6 million, you know, okay, couldn't be 500 or 5 million, 999, um, thousand and whatever you know 999 um maybe it was six million and one you know it's got to be exactly six million or else you're gonna fucking call me a an anti-semite which by the way i don't i don't give a shit if anybody ever calls me anti-semite um but he, he he just so boldly and he puts everything together and it's so fucking wonderful um but yeah that's kind of maybe that in in the shit that i've had to deal with today was just like well now I'm angry. Now I'm angry, Johnny. But uh, I'm going to sweep the leg, motherfucker. Uh, where was I going with all that? Um, Jordan Peterson saying it, it, that <laughs> Trump was a divisive figure. He also tried to claim, well, Trump should have never said that he had a, uh, um, the election stolen from him because winners don't... He said something like, winners don't claim that losers took something from you. And it's like, are you retarded? <laughs> uh, there was a lot of, I guess, quote unquote, losers that were a part of it, you dumbass. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's a co fucking conspiracy for a reason. You know, uh, they absolutely did. And they were against him at every fucking step. Man, fucking listen, I, I do like Jordan Peterson, or at least the vast majority of the things that he talks about. Um, I'm, I'm in agreement with him on, but... Man, how hypocritical and in a, a real bad hypocrisy for him to turn around 
and uh, say the shit that he was saying and why Trump shouldn't run again. It's just like, you know what? You're a weak fucking individual if that's the stance that you're going to take, man. You know, it's fine if you didn't like Trump, if you didn't think that his policies were good, whatever. Fine. That's cool. Listen, I've got plenty of problems with Trump and the vaccine and uh, Trump and the bump stock and Trump and our, our basic fundamental rights. Um, I have some issues with him on that, but still, you know, I think that he is, he is such a thorn in the side. Listen, I also understand that there's a theory out there that maybe he's a part of it all and he was the other side of the coin. Okay. I can see that, but I don't think it's reality. Um, you know, I've got my problems with Trump and I think that, uh, I think he is far more effective in in certainly bringing back the economy, getting people uh, um, back to norm, you know, getting the majority of people back to a normal state of of uh, of what's the word daily life? No, it, basically getting the the economy back on track, getting getting um, standards in terms of like morality. Uh, I think that he's a much better, um, a much better person to take that position and do that with than many people that are out there right now. Certainly within the Republican Party. However, um, you know you do have DeSantis that's coming up. You still have Rand Paul. I'd love to see Rand Paul in there. I'd love to see uh, Dave Smith in there. You know, for everybody that that would call me an anti-Semite, anti-Semite. Dave Smith is a Jew. And I really appreciate that guy. Love that guy to death, man. What a fucking terrible, no good, very bad anti-Semite I am. Man, that all stretched out from where? Um, oh, you know what? Before I forget about it, 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 just in case you think I'm I'm not somebody that can forgive, which I've talked about my forgiveness for people for a long time. I don't quite trust it, but I want to trust it. You remember how I've said that there are five people that I want to fist fight? <laughs> five, five and now kind of six, and I think I got to seven at one point. Um, who's number one? Marshall Mathers, right? This motherfucker just came out with a video with Kanye and Khalid, 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 whatever that guy's name is, the fat one, in which he is rapping about supporting Jesus Christ. I listened to it. I'll, uh, listen, I'll say right now, it doesn't sound good. How many times am I going to say listen? It's not the best I've heard come out of him. And I don't. I think he could have done much better. Same with Kanye. And um, and I still think Kanye is a little, little, um, little crazy. But um, go ahead and look it up on YouTube. Uh, what is the name of it? It's a remix. Khaled. Khaled. It's some kind of remix. Um, and sure enough... I listened to it. It's unless it's a deep fake. It's uh, it's Marshall Mathers rapping about Jesus. Listen, I want it to be true. I do. I would love for him to to turn from what I, in my opinion, I see as uh, uh, um, not only an evil evil life that he's lived with a lot of the shit that he's done, but just an ignorant in a shallow existence that he's had as a as a quote-unquote superstar 
Um, I guess I can't say quote unquote superstar. He he was a superstar, but the life that he's lived and and a lot of the things that he's done and certainly what he has promoted, I think that's probably the worst evil of all is what he has promoted. Um, and so I would certainly if if it's true, great. I don't think you can trust it though. You know what I mean? Like I have that feeling. Now, given history would maybe make me think otherwise, hopefully, but the history that he already has and um, seeing what he's rapped about before and, uh, but I do want to believe it, man. I do have that part of me that's like, I got a little bit of hope that, hey, dude, maybe he did change, you know, maybe he's now coming around to fucking realizing what's important and, uh. You know, not following along with uh, the shit that he, the, the lines that he's been doing. So, I don't know. I mean, time will tell, right? Uh, but it would be neat uh, if Eminem, Marshall Mathers, were to all of a sudden, you know, be a uh, normal person that was uh, supporting, you know, rights and and uh, if he had faith in Jesus, which I'm obviously very biased towards. I'm a uh, big fan of Christianity. If he became a Christian, fuck yeah, dude. I don't think I'd want to fight him anymore either. You only want to fight him because he's not Christian. No, not really. I've wanted to fight him for a long time. I don't like what he promotes. Like I said, man, that's a that's a that's a big no-no in my book. You know, when you're promoting some fucking shit that's uh uh, I finally saw the interview where he, and it was just by accident, where he was talking about why he, quote unquote, dissed Will Smith in one of his songs because Will Smith had came out and accepted, and I think I remember when he accepted this award, whatever it was, an Emmy or whatever, um, for, and he came out and he said, yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't cuss, I didn't, you know, talk about bad stuff, and I still got this. And Eminem, as as simple as that was stated, Eminem took great offense at this, that, um you know, that he was like taking, like Will Smith was taking a shot at all gangster rappers and that shit. And it's like, are you so fucking stupid? And this was back then. Are you so fucking stupid not to realize how dumb you sound? That you, that somebody is saying, hey man, I, I got this by, you know, not not giving in to, to the easy way of doing it by, you know, being de- being a degenerate and, and giving in to debaucherous, a debaucherous lifestyle and promoting that, and I still got this. And then fucking retard uh, Eminem back in the day is fucking sitting there going, man, that pisses me off that he, he you know, that he's promoting this good shit and, and saying that my shit's bad. And it's like, but you fucking say it too, dummy. You fucking sit there and, and rap about, you know, how all the shit you do is bad and that and that's what you like, you know? Like it's that's the whole point of it, right? Up is down, left is right, good is bad. And that's what that's what that that's what made you so popular. You know? And that he did need that. He did need to say a whole bunch of cuss words in his songs and all sorts of shit. Now given, I cuss plenty. You know, I got no problem with it. In, in terms of me cussing. However, if I step into a church, I'm not cussing. Right, it's modicum of decorum. If I step around my grandma, I'm not going to be cussing. If I step around, whatever kids, I'm not going to be sitting there fucking cutting it up with cuss words and shit. You know, time and a place. But um, you know, in terms of like your art or whatever, if that's what you want to do, your music, you want to cuss in it, whatnot. Okay. That being said, was that another one? Oh, Myron Fagan. I got it right here. I was able to look it up. Myron Fagan. Freight. 
My, Myron, M-Y-R-O-N, Fagan, F-A-G-A-N. Uh, 1967, holy shit. That was a speech from back then. Calling out all the shits that's going on today. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy shit. But, um, yeah, so, you know, time will tell with uh, Marshall Mathers to see if he's uh, being serious or if it's just a, if it's a mockery, which I think I, if, if it does come out that he's not serious, then that's what it is. You know, it's a mockery, but, um, I don't know, man, I, I would hope that that's the case. It would make me, um, happy to see somebody, you know, who's lived that, that, uh, degenerate and debaucherous promoting lifestyle turn around and, and, uh, start to, uh, try to do away with that, I suppose. That'd be nice. Um, but more on this, so this Gavin McGinnis situation, right? I turn on to, um, I'm listening, dude, I've listened to a whole bunch of shit today as I'm working. I tend to have it kind of in the background while I'm, I'm doing shit, right? I'll have a earbud in and, um, in one small window, I'll have YouTube playing and it kind of auto plays and stuff. So it came on, in fact, I think I even saw it in the feed, and so I clicked on it. It was uh, Anthony Cumia. He was talking about Owen Benjamin, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't like, I don't like where this one's going because I like Anthony Kuma, Cumia, who was a part of the um, Opie and Anthony show, or Anthony, yeah, Opie and Anthony show back in the day, and then they broke up or whatever because they hated each other." But uh, I was like, "Oh shit!" Looks like Owen Benjamin got into it with him, and sure enough. Um, Anthony was explaining from his point of view what happened. I like Owen Benjamin. Um, I like the way he breaks down things. He became a little punch drunk when it came to uh, blocking people, uh, where even if they said like what I just said, he would block me, right? He'd be mad at me for saying something like that, which is a little much in, in my point of view. However, it's it's what he wants to do, and that's up to him, especially with his own platform and shit like that. So, but um, and it's kind of the source of this story, at least what Anthony Cumia was saying. Uh, I guess somebody came on the show, and uh, on Anthony Anthony Cumia's show, and and Owen Benjamin's name was brought up, and this guy said, "Well, I don't agree with everything that Owen Benjamin has to say," or maybe Anthony Anthony said somebody said it. And, but I like him, you know, and, and it got around to Owen Benjamin and it pissed him off towards Anthony Cumia. Now at the same time, so Owen Benjamin is good friends with Dave Smith. He's good friends with, uh, Gavin McGinnis. And I guess he was texting with Gavin when this shit went down with Gavin's situation that he created himself. Um, Owen was texting with him and I guess people were texting Owen. Like going crazy, going, oh, what happened to Gavin? We know your friends, you know, is he in jail, blah, blah, blah. And all three of these guys kind of like, there's kind of a bit of a love triangle here where Gavin used to work for Anthony Cumia's, oh, shit, what's the name of that um, company? Uh, Where it used to be the Gavin McGinnis show when he was there before he went off on his own. Um, So they're good friends. And then, like I said, Gavin and Owen are good friends. And... Anthony kind of knows of Owen, and he's always liked him from what he was saying. But now it's, it, and it's why when I look at like Owen's relationship with Alex Jones, um, and why, like when, when they fell apart, dude, Owen went after him hard. 
And me sitting it back as a fan and knowing the history behind behind both these guys, um, and liking both of them in terms of like Alex Jones and Infowars, then also Owen Benjamin and and his his uh history of like getting out of Hollywood and and shit like that. It was hard because it's like I like both these guys, but Owen like Alex Jones just stopped dealing with them all together. He just stopped talking about them. You know, when they fell apart, it was just like, that's it. And Owen was going on and on and on and on. And um, the history behind that had to do with Owen's stance on Jews um, and wanting people to kind of be a little bit harder on... I'm probably fucking this up because it's been so long. I think it was he was expecting people to take his back when he was saying some shit about Israel and the Jews and Alex wasn't having it um, because he wasn't, I, I would assume for Alex, he wasn't wanting to be forced. He didn't want his hand to be forced towards this other thing because Alex still, um, I think he, I think me and Alex line up a little bit closer to that where we don't, I don't know, maybe I'm somewhere in between because when it comes to Jews with me, number one, I'm not a Jew. I'm a Christian. Um, I believe that the Jews are incomplete um, I have stated before that I believe that Israel should be ran by Christians. Um, I don't, I think that there is a conspiracy. There are people, uh, a minority of people who have come together and have orchestrated, have created a conspiracy, a grand conspiracy to, um, certainly run the world. I believe that their name is the Illuminati. And I believe that there are some, there are, um, quite a few Jews, uh, Jewish families that are involved in this being the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, um, all sorts. Uh, there's 13, obviously 13 Illuminati families. I wonder if all of them are Jews, but that had bred into these different areas because you have the Lees, um, who I think are the Chinese, uh, not the Irish, the Irish have a, a large family of Lees, L-E-E. Um, there's the Kennedys and the Onassis. Um, it's just like with uh, somebody like uh, Dave Smith, right? Smith is an English name. However, excuse me, however, Dave Smith is, or I guess, mostly Jewish, if not all Jewish. Uh, and it's kind of in the same way. So, um, but that's my stance. But I don't believe that all Jews are a part of this conspiracy. I don't think that it is solely a Jewish conspiracy um, to to inculcate all Jews within it. And um, Alex Jones believes basically that same thing, uh, where Owen Benjamin kind of goes a little bit harder on him, or at least last one I was, when I was in that cycle of watching a lot of Owen Benjamin uh, and his take, because he would call them the little hats. But then he did some weird shit where like he started uh, going a little easier, um, on Muslims, because he used to, I remember this one specific episode, he, uh, he used the word muzzy, and then he was like, ah, I shouldn't use that word, it's like, why, you know, it was, it was just kind of bizarre, but he's, he's kind of gone pretty, I mean, he's got a lot of good points, I'm not saying that he's, he doesn't, he's got quite a few good points, um, when it comes to, you know, Hollywood and, and the Jews that run Hollywood, the atheistic Jews that run Hollywood and, and, uh, you know, the, the atheistic Jews that are within the, uh, the government, not only here, but also 
you know, across the globe, those that are in the banking system, uh, systems, uh, central banking systems and things like that. So uh, Owen's got a lot of really good points. I just don't subscribe to the idea that it's all Jews, you know, and it certainly wasn't when, especially when it came to World War II and, and uh, Hitler's um, actions against Jews there, whether it's 600,000, whether it's or, or uh, 6 million, you know, and I think it's I think it's certainly um, fine to question that, by the way, and everybody else should, too. This idea that you can't question something or therefore you're you're some kind of a bigot or, a, um, you know, you've got, you know, some kind of prejudice or you're anti-Semite or whatever is fucking bullshit. Don't ever let anybody fucking try and brow browbeat you down. Uh, because you question something that is just fucking outlandish and anybody that holds that stance can go fuck themselves you're a fucking pussy um like the adl the anti-defamation league fuck those pieces of shit those are some fucking cunty pussies and they know damn well that it's not anti-semitic but they fucking use that because they're little fucking opportunists cunts um see told you i was gonna spew a little bit of poison tonight I know I'm all over the place with this episode too. You know, fucking, you're you're not alone. I'm right there with you. This is kind of like a smorgasbord episode. Maybe that's what I'll call it, the smorgasbord uh, for late night nuggets. And it's not late. It's, I mean, well now it's ten o'clock. So, um, so there's this, <laughs> and fucking Anthony, Anthony. Uh, well, so our, uh, anyway, in this little love triangle, Owen Benjamin started going in hard on um, not only Anthony Kubinian, but also Gavin McGinnis. So I guess Gavin is going to be going on Anthony's show, either it was today or tomorrow, uh, to talk about it all, and, and uh, we'll see how that goes. It just kind of sucks. And, and Gavin is, I really like this about Gavin, is that he doesn't, he sees it all as like, there is a culture war, a serious culture war that's going on, and we need to all stick together. You know, the left is really good at it. Um, you really got to give it to them. They are very, very good at it. But, and in, 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 you know, in term, in, in Gavin's opinion, we all need to be better than them if we're going to have any chance uh, at at combating the left and uh, and shit like that. So, you know, we'll see. I I doubt that Gavin's going to go after Owen. I think he would probably do it in person or or privately rather than do it all in in. Uh, and I would highly suggest Owen do the same, you know, like fucking don't, don't push that shit out. But Owen's got a different mindset. You know, he, he's, he's doing something called homesteading where, you know, him and his wife and his, I think he's, does he have three kids now? He's growing his family and he's got a farm and he's got some other stuff that's going on. But, um, I guess he got swatted or something like the, maybe it was the CPS. I think it was the CPS went to his house to... Uh, talk to him about his kids and shit like that, which that like that pisses me off that that shit happened because Owen, as far as I've ever seen, is a good husband and a good a good father. You know, he, regardless of what somebody thinks of his his opinions, he has never shown that he is a bad father or a bad husband. You know, um, his his wife looks like she loves him very much, and and uh, same with his kids. And there's you know there's been videos of him and his kids interacting, and they don't they don't seem. Um, it, nothing seems off. It seems like it's a very loving family. So for somebody to fucking send the CPS over there, and I already hate the CPS, um, badly, <laughs> uh, with a very strong vitriol against them. 
um, for somebody to send the fucking CPS over at, at his house is, is terrible. Absolutely terrible. I can tell you this. I'm not super surprised. Uh, because once the left gets, gets, you know, catches the scent of you, you know, gaining any kind of popularity or whatever, that's the type of shit that they'll do. You know, though they, and I think about this all the time. It's like, um, you know, I've talked about having racist friends. Um, and I have, and I still have, um, racist family members. Uh, my grandfather was, um, I guess maybe you could say a proud racist. Uh, he was very racist, came from Arkansas and, uh, lived in, uh, um, Howell, Michigan, uh, which I was told, I don't know if it's true, but I was told it was like the KKK capital of the, of Michigan. Um, there's like 20 of them. And I guess my grandfather was one of them. Uh, and what do you do with these people? Like what? To the left, my question would be what, and I've yet to be able to ask this question to anybody. Um, no, I have, I have, I'm sorry, I've, t- I've said it on Twitter, but Twitter's not real life. My question is, to the left, what do you do with these people? Um, I, I think seriously that maybe half of them don't realize what they are doing to them. And if they did realize, if, the, if I could ask them this question, they would probably not be, they would probably not approach them in the same way. What I mean by that is the left, the liberal leftist seems like they want to kill them. They want them dead. And, and they do, they obviously take actions in order to lead to that. And what I mean by that is they will get you canceled from your, they'll get you fired from your job. They'll get you canceled from any other way of, of promoting yourself or having a voice in any way, shape or form, and then prevent you from getting another job. Another question pops up of, okay, well, do you want them on welfare? Do you want the government to, do you want them to be socialist? Do you want that to, to apply to them as well? And I don't think that they do. Um, so Really, now you've taken away all of their livelihood. You cut them off from all people that they care about. You've taken away everything that makes them happy or whatever. Essentially leading them to death, starvation, you know? And I think that's what the liberal left wants of of, of certain racists as well as whatever. And, and I think that extends out to their um, any of their opposition, anybody that doesn't agree with them. Which, because the liberal left the liberal leftist primarily is a simple-minded mouth breather. Um, it's easier for them to just label everybody who disagrees with them as racist. So I don't think they've come into that many, especially white racists. They're kind of surrounded or at least uh, immersed within a very racist group. They're racist themselves and don't even realize. But where I stand is I want them to change the way they think the racists that i'm talking about um now given the the people that i know that are racist have never um as far as i know and if i did know that they did something then it probably would end our friendship um or our relationship but as far as i know it's just where they stand i want to change the way they think because i believe that they're good people but they have this thing that they're doing that's wrong. And how do you change them? Well, the only real way that you can change somebody is through influence, right? The left doesn't think that way. 
The left would rather see you dead. They don't want to take the time. They want to take the time to make your kid gay. They want to take the time to get your kids to fucking believe in some stupid shit. But they don't want to take the time to uh, reform somebody that they deem as an evil racist, blah, 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 blah. And I think all of us, if we're being honest, we can, we can, we would come to the same understanding of that is what it is between the liberal left and those that aren't, you know, in, in terms of how they handle somebody who is actually racist, you know. Um, <sighs> anyway, I think that's pretty much it for now, for, for all of my smorgasbord of, of, uh, jumbled up thoughts. Uh, I am working on a couple of other things right now that should be coming out relatively soon. Um, I don't, I don't know if I want to make them late night nuggets though. You know, I, I kind of want them to be their own special thing. So, um, hopefully I can get them out to you sooner. I'm still working on everything else. Uh, trying to get all this fun content out to you. Uh, I think chapter 11 and 12 are going to be out pretty quick. So, you know, everything seems to be tying in pretty well. Man, those times, dude, they just really fucking were hard. Oh my gosh, they set me back so far. I don't I don't know. I mean, it I was kind of lucky to do accidentally do both of those chapters at the same time because I think it really helped. I didn't have to go back in and take out the chapter from publishing it and then fix it and because I think that probably would have been a, a whole nother fucking hurdle to try to overcome or jump over, whatever. But uh I think I fixed it. I think I was lucky in, in how I I, uh, I did it all, and so now I'm going to get it out, and it's, it's really fucking good, man. It's really good, and uh, I tackle a couple of issues that uh, that I wanted to in, in the way that I wanted to, so I feel real good about that, so um, anywho, <sighs> that's it for tonight. If you would, check out the website, theweaponbook.com. That is theweaponbook.com. Leave me a fucking review. Nobody's left me a review in a while. I've had all sorts of people fucking buying the, the uh, or purchasing the free chapter. Not a fucking review. So please, leave me a review at theweaponbook.com. Um, and if you want to let me know how I'm doing, if I suck, if I'm awesome, whatever it may be, you can always get a hold of me, like I said in the beginning of this, uh, metv1105 at gmail.com. Find me on any social networking platform with the exception of TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a bitch-ass liberal.